And tonight I'm going to talk on an area that trusting the Holy Spirit that you'll be ready not to be satisfied with where you are. You see, familiarity is a thing that robs you from receiving from graces that come from God. Never get familiar with your grace gift in the house. And never be predictive. I think this is how the meeting is going to go. You know that kind of feeling? No. You see, when you are expectant, the suddenlies of God come, with, come in a way that you have not planned it to come. Let God do what He wants to do, but don't tell Him how to do it. Amen? Don't tell Him how to do it. He knows how to do it. God, I want to have this. No, just let Him. That tonight, I'm going to step into the space of the ascension, but in a different manner. You see, if Christ is not ascended, there is no Holy Ghost. Oh yeah. The sign of Pentecost is not speaking in other tongues. The first sign of Pentecost is that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father. Go with me to the scripture rather. Amen. Wow. John 16 verse 7. Come on, we just for those who never read the word today. For those on the stream, I'm so glad you're going to let be on the stream in a flow. <laughs> Say with me, nevertheless. Tell somebody next to you, Jesus is speaking, don't disturb me. And then when they look at you, just tell me, if it was Paul, it's okay. <laughs> Talk to me. Jesus says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. This is the truth saying that I'm going to give you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Neville, it's to your advantage that I go and be in heaven. It's to your disadvantage if I don't go. Why, Jesus? Because if I don't go, you will have to come to Jerusalem to see me. But if I do go, you can meet me in Centurion. You can meet me anywhere on the planet. You can go wherever you want to go. I will be able to be experienced by you. In fact, Neville, if I do go away, you can meet me in your kitchen. You don't even have to use an air ticket. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. Somebody say the Helper. You see, the Holy Spirit is not just my Helper, He's also my leader. For they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They that are led, what does it mean to be a son of God? It means to be a builder of the family name. That's what son really means. That's why male persons carry a surname and females are fighting still for this. <laughs> Imagine what my surname and Roger's together will sound like. <laughs> she would have been called Roger Money. <laughs> oh, she must hear me now. <laughs> she would have been called, she wants to still keep her surname. You know, it would have been Roger Money Moodley Goldman. What a mixture. It's like a rainbow nation. 
Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage that I go away. And if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The source of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. And Jesus, I'm not going to go into it. I'm just setting up a, a, a space for us to move in. Jesus could never be absent on the day of Pentecost when the church has been baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. If you take Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11, John prophesies, he says, He who comes after me is mightier than I. Right? I'm not worthy to untie his shoelaces, but he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So when the day of Pentecost comes, the Holy Ghost does not baptize you with himself. Jesus baptizes you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So on the day of Pentecost, he shows up on the day of Pentecost and he baptizes his wife. Surely it's not so deep. I wouldn't let anybody else mess with my wife. I want to be there myself to impart into my wife. Jesus is no different. I come from Him. You come from Him. We're not going to come and get the fire. We were birthed with the fire. You got to grow in that fire. You got to get better in that fire. You can't just be the same, 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 same. And every time you look at you, you're not burning brighter than the last time. You got to understand this fire. <laughs> Is getting bigger. When Jesus is saying he's going, he's going away, He's referring to a particular movement. Let me help you. He's not, he's not referring to a horizontal movement. He's referring to a vertical movement. You see, the vertical movement possesses the heavenly realms. The horizontal movement possesses Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. That's why you need this to be powerful. No, this doesn't happen unless this has given you a mandate to take up your space. So the ascending of yourself from one level to the next is a vertical movement upward and not forward. Amen. Say with me. You see, this speaks of a movement of elevation. Jesus says, unless He ascends, the coming of the next season of God will not happen. You see, unless you elevate it up, your next season is not coming. That's why you see Christians get on fire, they burn out, then they want more fire again. You must stoke them again. You know that kind of feeling. They get on fire, they get backslidden, then they start feeling, ah, coming back next year. Well, the petrol went up the last time. <laughs> you know, I thank God for the fact is I'll be celebrating 40 years in the ministry next year. And <laughs> you know, one of the things I thank God for is I haven't lost the joy of loving Jesus more. You see, growing closer to Christ, the closer you get to Him, the less you'll find out that you know Him. Oh yes. The closer you get to God, the more visible He becomes. You can't see Table Mountain right now because of your distance, not because it doesn't exist. 
The closer you move in the direction of Table Mountain, you'll see it. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. It's a matter of closeness, not a matter of it being invisible. The outpouring of the Spirit. Jesus introduces. <laughs> the fact that the Holy Spirit came upon the church tells us that Jesus is alive. I think that's very important. And that He has taken up His heavenly position. Never forget, we, we get so crazy about ministry and we lose destiny. Yeah. You see, my destiny is more important than me preaching. But during my destiny, preaching is part of my destiny. And I was born for this. That's why I don't get burnt out. A man who finds his purpose finds his pleasure. Oh yeah, I'm going to show you quickly why these movements are so important. Purpose is defined in three areas. True purpose from God. It's not the original intent just and then you get stuck. No. Purpose means something is existing. And number one, purpose has existence. That means it takes up space. But it's also carrying something in that space. And as long as it is visible, nobody else can take that space. That's why when God uses you where you are, nobody can take the space. That's because you're existing. But to exist, you need to move to living. People who just exist and don't move into the next level of purpose becomes depressed. Why? Because the next level of living means whatever you contain in the place you exist in, you must contribute to your environment. And that means your environment is starting to appreciate that you're there. And that's what makes existence come to the second part of purpose called living. How many of you know when you reach that second part, you know you're not needy? You are needed. My husband needs me. Therefore, I will not commit suicide. My wife needs me. My children needs me. The neighborhood needs me. I'm not needy. I am needed. I am not needy. I am needed. I am needed to hang in in the space where God has placed me and add value in the space that I am because there's nobody else in that space. You don't want to meet Jesus in this space of elevation. Jesus comes to a fig tree, remember that. And I mean like Jesus, I don't know what made him hungry for figs, but nevertheless, <laughs> I would have found a spur or something, but <laughs> Jesus is hungry. He comes to the fig tree. He looks at the fig tree, he says, I expected fruit and you had none. You know what Jesus is saying? You're existing, but you're not living. Because your existence should contribute to your environment. And when you contribute to your environment, others need what you have. You always are blessed of God for others. Never for yourself. And when you bless them, they say, how wonderful it was for you to be around. I know I do a lot of funerals. 
Sometimes I get women and men who say, thank God she's dead. <laughs> Relief. Wow. You know why? Because the contribution wasn't living or valuable. It was a relief valve. You know why church, how many of you know buildings don't get bigger? They just get empty. Hmm? You know why? Because God's people occupy space and they add no value for others to fill it. It's got nothing to do with the Holy Ghost. It's got to do with how many people you are adding value to by the fact is that, hey, my elevation says I got to take somebody else with me up here. I got to get somebody else to kind of know that my fire is being on my life for others. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Now look at this. Say with me. Let's say with me. Let's go to Ephesians 4 verse 8, Pastor. Let's go. Come on. Come on, Pastor. Let's go to Ephesians 4 verse 8. Say with me. Therefore, he says... When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended. What does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended Far above. Say with me, far. You know when you have above? It's far. In other words, you can't measure it. I am seated in Christ far above principalities and powers and things present, things in heaven, things on the earth. If you think, if you think the devil is above, I am far above that environment. If you think I have basically been blessed, you are right. But God says I can do much more. I can do far above where you are in Christ. I can do that. Amen. Now look at this. He ascended. You see the power to ascend is about purity and integrity. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 6. And if you don't mind, I'm going to just preach a few thoughts from here. Is that okay? In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah 6 verse 1 to 3, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. And the train of His robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two He covered His face and with two He covered His feet. And with two he flew, and one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy. Somebody say, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. You see, the first thing, there's a vertical vision, an upward vision of the prophet Isaiah. The upward vertical vision is his language changes immediately. Because if you have a revelation of the place in which God dwells, your language is not how great you are. That's your praise. That's the first level of entry. Enter my courts with thanksgiving in your heart. It's the place of entry only. It's not the place of its ultimate. 
you must enter in with thanksgiving. Then the second level of worship is a place of intimacy. You are the love of my life. Right? And how many of you know in intimacy you don't need rock music? In intimacy, you got to set the atmosphere with God. I love you, Jesus. There's just nobody like you. And if you can do this for an hour without anybody having to disturb you, you're getting real intimate. Oh, yes. And intimacy gives children, not knowledge. God, I want to be a mighty man of God. Well, it's going to take you a long time until you're intimate. Until you appreciate the second level of the place of intimacy called worship. The third level is the language changes to holy. Holy. That's the place of the glory. That's why when you vertically elevate to get to the next level, what do you do? You get to what? You get to a place called holy. Is it meaning not sinful, not sinful, not sinful? No. It means every time you look at Him with this upward revelation of getting close to the Lord, it just means different, different, different. That's why you can't elevate because you got familiar because you don't think there's something different God can do. So my hunger after many years is that I need to see something I've never seen before so that I can believe something I've never believed before so that I can do something I've never done before. Why? You can reach the age of 80. You can reach the age of 85. There's no difference in the Holy Ghost that the same Holy Ghost that's on a 20-year-old, He didn't get old. You age, but not the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God did not become older. He's the same Holy Ghost that took chaos in Genesis and turned it into order. He's the same Holy Ghost that came upon the early church. The problem with the church today is He's not just on you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He's living inside of you. And He's the one that helps you to elevate, to get into the presence of God. That's why you can't come with songs. You gotta come with blood-washed Holy Ghost singing to enter heaven. Amen. Come on, watch this. Watch what happens. In the year that King Uzziah died, a vertical movement of God reveals who God is. But you see, if you have a vertical movement just for a message, wow, you've just missed the person. Man. I think we can do something here. Come up here, my brother, with your polo top. I'm up here. It's okay. Just, <laughs> you're so thin, but you know. <laughs> I like the way it just is, huh? <laughs> Look, uh, just where you are, just catch this. Here we are. Wow, you know, you, you watch the box. <laughs> Throw it back, it's okay. 
<laughs> no, he's, he's in a bomb squad. <laughs> Here we are. It's nice, isn't it? Okay. It's lovely. I, I'm just bored a bit, so I just... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Tell me, folk. This, this cloth moving from here to there. Watch this again. Right? Come back to me. Right? Did this cloth move by itself? But did you notice the energy of the cloth? It goes from here to there. Look at that. Come back. So, you, right? If you look at it, why is it that we, what's your name, sir? Enrico. Hey, it sounds so Mexico. <laughs> why, Enrico, the energy of the cloth comes from you, comes from me. Look at that. Right, come back. Why do we magnify the movement of the cloth, but not the person who throws the cloth? Why do we magnify the essence, signs, wonders, and miracles, the deaf hear, the blind see, souls are saved, and we think about who? The miracle, not the one who performed it. That's why when you elevate, you come to the person, not to the activity. Hello, stay with me. You may be seated. The second thing that happens with Isaiah, he looks up, he sees the Lord, his language changes. He's not saying unto us a child is given. No, 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 his language is changing now from a prophetic grace. He sees a different revelation. He sees the one who's going to send the child. And he says, you are holy. The seraphims. Seraphim is plurality for seraphs. Many seraphims in the presence of God. Worshipping angels. Each angel in heaven has an assignment. Not one of them does the same thing. Just like all of you. You are unique. But the vision that comes inward when you elevate. Woe unto me. Isaiah 6 verse 5 says, Woe is me, for I am undone because I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. But my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it. How many know all your uncleanness inside of you comes out of your mouth? Everything. Jesus is what fills a man's heart. The abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We're not going to go there tonight. I just want to stick to something. You see the flow of God. When God comes and He fills you, the outflow comes out of your mouth. And when there's no outflow, there's no river anymore. You just become a dam. And damn it, how stale you are. I promise you, no flow. It's like, I worship you, Almighty. If I was God, I would tell you, go home, go sleep. Really. Imagine, not even with your wife do you do that. But with God, you can sit in church like this. 
the presence of the Lord here. As I rise, something is happening inside of me. As I spend time, I spend five minutes with Jesus. Then I spend 10 minutes because I'm rising. And nobody sees me rising. They just know I've risen when I show up. And when I rise, I realize by the grace of God that there's a hunger to live right with God is becoming overwhelming. The closer I get to Him, the more I want to represent Him properly. The more I want others to envy my lifestyle, I am born to reveal Christ the Messiah. So when they look at you, they should be able to say, He, he didn't say anything, but I want what He wants. I want to live like this. I want to desire to have my freedom like He has it. He's, it's not just in a pulpit when He shows His freedom. I get Him in the supermarket and He's still saying, it looks like Jesus is still alive in Him on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And He's back on Sunday to let the world know Jesus is still alive. He's the same God that still does miracles, signs and wonders. Hallelujah. The Bible says, He <laughs> took an angel, touched my mouth. Listen what He cleans up. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. Those two words are not the same. Iniquity and sin. What is iniquity? What is sin? You see, iniquity is what Lucifer lost. He gained iniquity in the place of a divine nature. So iniquity is your nature, your sinful nature. And out of your iniquity, you become sinful. You see, you don't become a sinner because you sinned yesterday. You do sin because you have a sinful nature. So to clean that up, how many of you know your biggest problem is not the devil? Your biggest problem is your nature. So when you're elevating and when you get closer to Him in prayer and worship and the lifestyle that reveals Jesus, for example, if I didn't love you with all that I have tonight, maybe tomorrow night I'll add more to it. I'm elevating my love. I'm going to get there. What is intimacy in the space with God? As Isaiah gets a revelation of where he is, you see the closer you get to God, there's no amens there. Oh yes, there's no performance there. You got to come to terms that, hey, I'm a man of unclean lips. Yeah, you can impress me and not be effective. But when you enter His presence, wow, He looks right through you. You just have to tell Him, God, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but you're the one who knows exactly where I am. But I've come not today to kind of find a message. I came today to find a person. I want to covenant with you as a person so that when you clean me up on the inside and when you break open the chains of my nature, I can once again be taken by you. How do you change my purging? How do you change my sinful nature? With fire, Neville, from the altar. 
the altar means you sacrifice you lay down yourself you lay down your will and I want my will now to come into you and change you deliver you set you free so that when you step out of my presence and you come from this vertical ascended experience you step into the horizontal and says unclean spirit come out and they will leave they have, have to go. You can come from my presence and prophetically declare, the Lord has shown me, the Lord has said, I, once again, I hear the voice of God. Once again, I'm elevating away from receiving a message to becoming the message of God. Amen. Give the Lord a hand of praise right where you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prophet, I mean, you know what I love about elevation with God is that you overhear things in the spirit that's got nothing to do with you. Really. Do you know how Jesus is appearing to so many people? Did you ever ask yourself, why doesn't he appear to you? Seeing that he's alive. You know why? We just don't believe he can show up. Many of my Muslim friends finding Christ. Many of my Hindu friends have visitations of Jesus. Why? Because if he could show up on the road to Damascus after the ascension, why can't he show up here? What makes him feel he must be locked up in a throne room and not come and have fellowship in my home? When in actual fact, he came on the day of Pentecost to tell his bride, I am here to baptize you. He's a personal Jesus. But you know the difference? We spend too little time loving him. What is the difference between intimacy and sex? Because you hear people make a statement. You know, my marriage, my intimacy. Really? No, you're talking about sex, brother. You're not talking about intimacy. Because how can you say to God, I'm intimate with God? Are you saying you're sexual? Hmm? You must get this Hebrew stuff into you a bit. Pastor. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, when you don't elevate with God, you're like a sour lemon. Or like a, like a prune, you know? Or like a raisin. A raisin to me is a frustrated grape. Doesn't make it in life, okay? <laughs> my goodness, my mind went all over there. You see, if you get close, let me go back to the getting close. He starts showing you things that is definitely not concerning you. But because you're so on fire, you become forward. Isaiah hears a conversation in heaven. You see, when you elevate, the voice of God will become more clearer. You're not coming for a message. You're coming to understand the difference between having sex and having intimacy. Sexual activity is the culmination of intimacy of whole day. Intimacy is whole day. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. That is intimacy. Love God with all. You can't love Him with three quarters of your life and give the other quarter for the devil to mess in. That's why you have problems. Because it's not all. It's some of me, but not all of me. Wow. But watch this. <laughs> now Isaiah hears a conversation because he's what? He's in the place of intimacy. And he hears something like this. Who shall we send? God never even spoke to him. It's forward. And he overhears something. That's why you can never undermine prophetic graces. Isaiah as a prophet hears stuff that you can't hear. And so when you look at it, why can't we all be prophets? Why can't we all hear God? Why can't we all move with signs, wonders and miracles? Why? Because God is no respect of person. But look what God is interested in. When God is busy giving revelation, He is interested in lost people. Lost people. People who did not find life. He's talking to the Son. He's talking to the Holy Ghost. He says, listen, I want to send somebody. I don't know who this individual is that has this tongue of fire from the coal of fire on his lips. I don't know what is his problem, but clean him up. Whatever you want to do with him, clean him up. But my meeting with you today is, who shall we send? Who are we going to send? Who's we, God? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost got nothing to do with Isaiah. And Isaiah cleaned up, says, God, if you can't find somebody, here am I. Here am I. Here am I. Send me. Send me. With no worry about how much money he has. Send me. That's why when you elevate, brother, you elevate economically. God, I bless your house to reach souls. I'll only give you the story about tithing is in the law. Wow, you're never going to get to generosity. <laughs> it's just entry level. Abram. Oh, I don't know where the Holy Ghost is going up. Prophet, I think we must take up an offering here. <laughs> because I tell you something. Abram. Abram. Not Abraham. Abram. Who's Abram? A Chaldean had one encounter with God, doesn't even call God Father. One encounter with God. And he comes up and he says, You gave me the victory, the Lord Almighty. If you're a stranger, brother, you don't call God Lord Almighty, it's Father God. And God watches a Chaldean who is going to make the leader of Hebrews and Israelis. And then he takes Abram, not Abraham, and gives him the victory. And when he gets the victory, he decides, I'm going to bless this God. Not this God wants my money. Keep your money. This God didn't ask for your money. This God is saying, have I performed a victory in your life? Have I been good to you? Have I lifted you up? Have I brought you into another level of life? 
then if that was good for you, even if it is, I just saved you. You should respond. And Abraham says, I'm giving you a tithe of everything. And you know what God does? God calls it holy. Wow. Why does he call it holy? I tell you. Because when you put God first, your first of your tithe, your first of your ten tenths. So God takes up the first position. Because God's nature is first. He can't work at number two folk. That's why I'm blessed. I only allow Him to have number one. I love God more than Roger, more than Brenton, more than Bradley, more than my seven grandchildren. I love God because loving God will give them a better husband, father, grandfather. Loving God. So when you come, and you elevate, move away from the fear that God, I don't know, if, no, no, move up. Don't move forward, move up first. Up your giving, up your love for God, up the things that you want from God. Let God lift up that economic fear and remove it. Why? What's God's response? You see, when you elevate, God responds. Jesus ascends into heaven and He sends me somebody with nine gifts. <laughs> I, only, I only saw one gift go up. But nine gifts come back. Nine fruit. I watch him. Abraham, let me change your name. Because Abram means exalted one. I cannot work with pride, Abram. Humility is the key to the supernatural. Humility makes creative miracles happen. And I look at, what is Abraham? No, I need to be you to be a father of many. Come out from Abram. Just come out of the tent. Just come out. Lift up your head. I want to show you what your one-tenth did. Count how many stars. Can you count it? No, Lord. You can't count the return on my blessing to honor you. See how much he's going to say You can't count my blessing. Because you want to give me what you want, but don't tell me what my response should be. That's why we put up a church, and many of them now, places of unemployment, 70% of it. But you know what changes that 70% unemployment to leave behind churches fully paid for with no American dollars? Or Swedish crowns, like I say, just... That wonderful Jan van Riebeck. <laughs> you know what does that? We come with a sacrifice. That's why when you say, when you come from heaven, it's not like I, I sacrifice. No, no, what is a sacrifice of praise? I'm going to conclude here. What is a sacrifice of praise? The English mind says, it's when you don't feel like really worshiping God and you have a headache, you have your menstrual cycle, you not, you have a stomach pain, you don't feel for this. I'm just going to give God a sacrifice of praise. Do you know what a sacrifice is? It means I come with an offering on an altar and with the fruit of my lips, I expect fire to come out of my praise. Not, I don't feel like it. 
The Bible doesn't say sacrifice is what you don't feel like. Sacrifice means did you bring a dove, brother? Did you bring an animal? You say is Jehovah Jireh. Were you at an altar? You ask why didn't God bless me? You came with your money without a sacrifice. And how can it be Jehovah Jireh? Is Jehovah Jireh when you have a sacrifice? That's why Roger and myself don't have to worry where we live, how we live, we are cared for. Hello. Because from a tender age, I knew how to give up. Before I learned how to give out. Because giving up, you must learn to bless the blessed in order to get the return of the blessing. You must learn how to release vertical blessings from God. And then, this is my point. Say with me, I'm seated. Oh man, I must use this one and then a prophet. Listen folk, when, we, when I do this, we're just going to trust God. I want you still to come back tomorrow night. <laughs> Amen. Right? And I want you to get somebody to come with you. Hello. Listen. You're going to up your game. How's that? Right? I'm going to show you just with a testimony. <laughs> you know, testimonies is a very powerful thing. You know why? It tells me Jesus is alive in the 21st century. Okay? Listen, when we were dead in trespasses, He made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1, 20 and 21 says, He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Somebody say with me, ascending shifts my position of authority and power. You see, we are seated in heavenly places. So when I come and I say, Lord, I'm elevating from here, this is all that's happening. But when it's horizontal, we're in a river. When we're in a river, God's people say we're going deep. Brother, what do you mean going deep? When your mind says deep is going down like us. God doesn't go down. The glory comes up. That's why you ankle deep here. Horizontal blessing comes out of the elevation of my principle with God. I bless God. I make my wife and every one of us in my home, my family. I'm now busy with my grandchildren. I said, listen, if you want all your bursaries paid for and everything to be sorted out by God, learn from Pa. We never begged for anything. We just blessed God. And when we bless God, God knows how to bless us. God knows how to lift us up. And I like the way I like the way Gabby and Mikhail was look at me as if to say, just tell us how. I said, this is how you do it. You step into the secret place and you say, there is no other God like you. There is nobody who can do what you are able to do. I've come to tell you, Lord, who you are because you've never told me what you can do, but you've always told me who you are. And then say to Him, He's the I Am. So whatever you want Him to be, He will be it to you. 
I am whatever your need might be. I will be it to you. But don't meet me on what I can do. Meet me on who I am. No marriage is good when you get married just because of what you get out of each other. But I married you because of who you are. You do something in my life that no other woman does. Something in my life that no other man does. Jesus, you do something for me that no other God on this planet can do. Now I teach them. So we give, give, give up. I give my time. I give my worship. That's why all of us in the building didn't go back and forth when you were standing here. You just worship like this. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. I will wait on you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. I will worship you. God, in the beauty of your holiness, right where you are. You notice that was upward, because the throne room don't go left and right, and God never looks up, because there's nobody above Him. He looks at my worship, and then He says, "You know, never." How about coming up here? Then I get into that space and I find Jesus, the door. And then when I'm worshiping Him, He takes me from my position of elevation and He says, what in the earth would you like to change? I want you to change the families in that area, Lord. Lord, can you just build the church a little bit bigger? for the people that's coming in because I heard you say who shall I send here am I here am I send me I want you to pray in the spirit right where you are he's going to take out some unclean things woe am I a man of unclean lips and while we are doing this I want you to get ready and take your offering, but I don't want you just to come. I want you to say to the Lord today, I'm going to bless you for all that you've done in my life. I'm going to bless you. We're just going to pray in the Holy Ghost and then we're going to trust the Spirit of God to break chains just where you are, just where you are, just where you are, just where you are. Father, I bless you. I come tonight with your people to bless you. I come tonight with your people, even those that are on the stream. I want you to get ready to sow into the things of the Lord. We want souls to come into the kingdom of God. Here am I. Send me, send me, send me, send me, Lord. Here am I. Send me, use me. 
Raise me up again, Lord God, to be the voice you want me to be in the planet. Jesus, don't look any further than encounter tonight. Use us. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready, Lord. Use us. Prophet, is it okay if we just let take up the offering right here? Can we do that? Guys, I want you to do something different. This is still part of our worship. Amen. I want you in some of the areas of your pain, where you are. This is not trying to get money from you. Hear me, I'm not that cheap. You can't afford me. The blood purchased us. Amen. Oh yes, I'm just trying to help you. Because you get those critical minds that want to stay in poverty. But you can't be a farmer looking for a forest and you have a seed that you can't plant. There is no need for rain if there's no seed in the soil. And you can't rest at night if there's no seed in the soil. Because day and night, the Lord works on your seed. And He will make it happen. Amen. Can we pray in the Spirit right where you are? You can come with your offering. Father, we bless you. For those who need envelopes, just receive it. There's going to be an uproar. Businesses will rise to another level of your glory. I declare the wells of Jacob will open up, open up, open up, open up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the wells of Jacob. Open up, Holy Spirit. I hear your voice. Jacob, 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 Jacob. The one who said, I will never leave you until you bless me. I hear the sound. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Rabosha karabosa papa pariande yo. Ribosha karabosa karamanda. Rebecca satara varianda. For those that are on the stream and maybe those who want to do EFTs, the information is on the screen. But I just want to keep flowing. Just keep flowing. Don't worry about anybody. You do what God has put into your spirit. We want you, Lord, to know. Yerahmai, send me Jacob. Jacob, the wells of Jacob. Rabosha karamosa karabashi kiriandeyo. Rosha karabasa karabarianda. Ribosha ramosa katarabarianda. We're gonna up our commitment to you tonight. We're gonna up our hearts to you tonight. Folk, for those that are coming, you just come. For those who want to give by card, there is a card facility at the back. Amen. Wherever you are, I don't want you to miss out what God wants. Hear me. The Spirit of God is putting something, a name like Jacob. Let me explain what Jacob is. Jacob is not about conniving. The name means a little bit. The Roman, you know, you can do stuff that your name doesn't mean. Are you with me? But Jacob means... The J in the beginning of his name means intimacy. The B at the end of his name means house. The C in the middle of his name means the potential of the house is going to be released through intimacy with God. That's why you see Jacob comes into the presence of God and he says, 
I don't want my daddy's blessing. I want the first hand blessing from you. And I will not leave you until you bless me. Until you bless me. God is going to release some of you right now. Don't worry about me. I get shocked with all of this just like you are shocked. Oh yeah, I discover this when I get to this space. Because in the spiritual realm, the unexpected becomes revealed. Are you ready to go into every area, into your home and have the intimacy of God? Amen. Let God's intimacy shake your house so that your real potential can come to the fore. Amen. Father, we bless you. Everybody pray in the Spirit because I'm going to give you an opportunity in a moment. I just want you to clean up yourself. Come on. Just where you are. Lord, whatever there is inside of me that has to go, it has to go. Whoa, I'm a man of unclean lips. Lord, clean me up. Clean me up. Clean me up. Clean me up. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, devils, your power is over, your deception is over. We are rising up, we are rising up, we are rising up in the name of Jesus. We are rising up, we will rise, arise and shine. For your life has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That's what that river is all about. Move from ankle deep to knee deep to hip height and then swim in the glory of the river. Father, we give you the glory. Can you give God a shout of victory? Right where you are. We give you the glory, Lord. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ. Come on, let's press in just one more time. Rebecca Satarabodo. Shiraboso Karamasa Karabarianda. Retelelelejo. There is nobody, nobody. Nobody like you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm done.